0: Hey Jenny Penny. Hi James. You look
1: beautiful.
0: Thanks. I just put my hair up and put a filter on.
1: Oh, I need a filter. I need a lot of things. Isn't that cute? Oh my god that is so cute.
0: I found this sweater. I think this might be a little big but. Oh
1: that's adorable. I love the
0: color. And then I got this little dress too.
1: Oh my god I love the sleeves and the pleats. That's adorable.
0: Really competitive with these other five-year-olds here. Does she just like to
1: dress up? Yeah
0: but normally not how I want her to. She wants to wear like sparkle. Yeah.
1: I lost my control in grade
0: one. Oh yeah, I have a little bit of control. But usual, like it's usually, like at some days, she'll let me, another day, she's like, I'm gonna go get my own clothes. Hello, and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty, tart, and pleasantly bitter conversation.
2: I wanna thank you for taking a seat at the table. Tonight, we are concluding our... 19th series about the behind the scenes of special education this is our no reservations episode and we are just so like first of all i can't believe our kids are back in school i can't believe the series is done already and it's just incredible i feel like we just started summer and then it took 300 days to finish summer and then now we're back to school um anyways tonight at the table i have jen dunn hi everyone jamie hello tabs hello Jimmy, hey and i'm rachel Flanagan. What a series, guys. I was <laughs> just listening back to the Carly episode, and man, we had some great guests this, this time. Uh, Katie to start with, and then Alyssa and Carly about her charter school and stuff, and then our first Anonymous Storytellers. How cool was that? Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. We've always been proud to share this platform with all of our listeners or our writer friends to build these storyteller episodes. But this time, instead of really sharing the stage, we just sort of pass the microphone. It's cool to be able to let people be unfiltered and not be
1: worried about that, you know? Yeah. Also all the different perspectives. Uh-huh. You know I, know, I liked
0: about this series thinking about it from the special education because we think so much from our perspectives of parents but like hearing from the special education realm or people that work around kids like ours and kids in general and just knowing that there's people out there that really do care and do try and not, I mean saying not saying that people don't but I think some people get jaded throughout time or you have a run-in with people and our deepest fears, which sometimes are irrational, but also that like someone's not going to like our kids or that we're going to have to fight against the school because of this and this. And knowing that like those teachers are really on our team, sometimes they're held back by those other entities. And also like, like I really liked our first episode talking to Katie and just like thinking back on that beginning of our journey and how scary it was and how much scary it is for us to like put our kids into school. And it just, I don't know. It really reminded me of that. And I really hope there's moms out there who find like these episodes who are really scared about their kids starting school and being like, mm-hmm. okay, this is okay. We can get through this. Well,
1: because it's, you know, and I, I think for people on the outside, it's hard to imagine, but we've all written about it. We've all talked about it. Our kids cannot come home and tell us how their day was. They can't mm-hmm. tell us if they had a friend at lunch. They can't tell us where they ate lunch. They can't tell us really anything about their day. Kaya is considered verbal. Absolutely. But she cannot have that in-depth back and forth reciprocal conversation. She has severe language delay. So, you know, we count on these teachers in Paris to really tell us how our kids' day was. So I think that part of, like, communication is, you know, a lot of times our hands are tied. So,
3: yeah, and you get people, like, especially with kindergarten, I had more than one person say to me, well, all parents are nervous about sending their kids to kindergarten. I'm like, no, actually, no, it's not the same in any sense any mm-hmm. sense of the word it's not mm-hmm. the same because my son cannot tell me if something is bothering him if his schedule has changed if something happened at school even if he gets hurt it's like a question mark of whether he can relay how he actually got hurt you know that it's not it's not the same nervous energy same. no no, no I can
0: at- tell I mean I just had my typical child start kindergarten and all uh, it's hard I don't want to like put this on every experience with her, but her being my second child and being the typical child, everything is like night and day. Like it was, uh-huh. you know, I was sad to send her to kindergarten. Like it's a big moment in your life. Your yeah. And of course, like kindergartens are forthright about everything. And you get a little nervous about things happening and bad people and stuff like that. But like, it's so different, like fundamentally different how I could figure out something's going on with her uh-huh. way easier than with my son. Like, it's just so, so different. And I hate that, the comments when any, about anything, when someone says, well, all parents are worried about that. And I'm like, of course you are. And that's valid. And you got yeah. that, but yeah. it's a different level of worry. Uh-huh.
1: Well, and yeah. I also say not to be the ours is harder than yours. Cause I know that's, but when people send their child to school, you know, they don't typically, typically have the worry of eloping and safety, you know, safety, yeah, safety. To, the, the extent mm-hmm. of the safety that we have you know? Yeah. And and, and, people don't understand.
3: Yeah. And every, I I think you're right, Jamie, every parent is nervous about sending their kids to kindergarten, but it's not the same bracket. It's not, you can't say that to me like that. I feel like
2: people get concerned about the kid's teacher, like in a personality level.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Which I was not like in a level of what ifs, like the amount of things that could go awry or the things that need to be in place for my kid to be supported. I mean, Celie Flanagan is a very verbal child, and she will come home from school. Like, last year, we finished out the school year with me getting a letter that she had gone into seclusion. And in addition, there was a hold form, and there was this risk assessment done. And I didn't hear about it until, like, five days
3: later. Yeah. Uh, uh,
2: Seclusion. I mean, literally five days. And so much can happen in those moments in terms of trauma. Like there's just so much on the line for our kids when they're going through something that
1: nobody can support them through, you know, like, well, Jamie, how overwhelming it is for them to be there. I mean, in general, any child, again, any child in kindergarten, a lot of kids, you know, are nervous and shy and, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's a, it's just a different path. It's my favorite, favorite quote in Kate's book about walking a path, a different path than you thought you would be walking when mm-hmm. your was diagnosed. Well, so, and Jamie uh, said that
3: on one of the episodes in the series that they wait for our kids to fail before their oh, success put on the yes. table. You know, yeah. that's a different idea than a neurotypical child going to school and falling into the program of kindergarten. They don't wait for them. They're not watching for them to fail first before they provide what they need in the classroom. It's a different set of tools and needs
4: expectations on
3: the front end yeah
4: as I say I clearly think that like yes typical parents my other children did not communicate what was going on like they didn't yeah stuff would go on I probably wouldn't know that's just one aspect of what's difficult about sending our kids like that's yeah mm-hmm. one part of it our kids are extra vulnerable because of their additional needs because of their sensory needs because of their you know lack of understanding in the typical way There's so many things that make our kids extra vulnerable, and that's what makes it scary because we know that our kids are extra vulnerable. The communication is just an added layer that makes it that much harder, but it's not the only yeah, of course, yeah, said, some yeah. typical kids. I never got anything out of my son. I go to the parent meeting and they're like, "This," the, I'm like, "What?" Like, just, <laughs> mm-hmm. how is school? You? Good. Okay, that's like all. That's like all I got. All no, you got. But it. Like, but yeah, so it, it is scary. I think when you're sending a five year old to school because you really, they really, a lot of them are not going to communicate effectively, even even when they're neurotypical. But it's not just that. That I feel like that's just that's just one of the layers. Mm-hmm. Like. Okay, pull that layer off. There's another one that pops up. Pull that layer off. There's another right. one that's there. There's so many things that make it harder for us. And I know that people are sometimes are trying to be nice and trying to like, be like understanding. Comfort but for, you.
3: Yeah, they are. They're yeah. just
4: like kind of diminishing
0: the struggle that we have when they yeah. do that. There's a couple things that go along. Like, I can't remember who I, it might've been Kate Swenson, but someone one time was talking about like, we send our kids to school and we know they're going to push buttons. Like our kids there's something about sending your kid to school, knowing that your kid's likely going to be the hardest kid in that classroom. And you're like, like for my son, for example, he's probably not the hardest kid in the autism room, but when he goes in the typical class, I know he's going to be difficult and he's going to be difficult for that teacher. And I'm like, in my head, I just imagine like at a, you know, not that horrible, but like that, that teacher's like, Oh, great. Jesse's here. This is another thing I have to deal with. Like Mm -hmm. that's already a yucky feeling going into school. And then at an extreme, it's like bad people who do like to pick on people. They usually pick the most vulnerable people. And we're Mm -hmm. sending our kids who are the most vulnerable people somewhere where we can't be that we don't have much access to. And that's freaking scary. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like besides the fact that our kids might be aggressive or they might elope or they might do this or this, it's just like things you don't even have to worry about with most typical kids, like everyone has their struggles, but, and I was also thinking like our kids, by our time that our kids get to kindergarten, we've uh-huh. been through a journey mm-hmm. already more than other people. Like, so in some ways, maybe that's helpful because we've had, we've been used to the people, but in a whole other way, like the buildup of so much stress in everything we've got to get to that point, mm-hmm. it just, it's just so different.
3: Well, and the label of a diagnosis, any diagnosis, comes with people's idea of what that means. Mm-hmm. So autism specifically is such a array of people and where they land on needs. And, you know, like one thing I found pretty fascinating is every person that like dealt with Nixon or worked with him in the school system all made mention of how polite he is as a human. Like, he's just a polite kid, please and thank you. You know, we've worked on that since he was a little guy. Like, it's important to us to, like, have that part of his language. It wasn't in the way of, like, oh, your kid's so polite. It was, like, surprised that he had a capability of being Mm -hmm. polite to someone else. I just found that, like, they already had an idea of who he was because of his diagnosis before they had an opportunity to actually get to know him as a kiddo, you know? And we deal with that from the onset, even pre-diagnosis, like people have an idea of who our kids are based on the paperwork that we provide to them ahead of time and all of that stuff before they even get an opportunity to meet our children and who they're, what their spirit is about, you know? So I yeah. think you're taking all of that with you too to school when they're dealing with teachers, which is academic based and we're used to dealing with therapy providers. The other thing
2: about that is that the the relationship is so different when you have a therapist parent relationship. Yeah. Like we are able to leave that center, that service. They like, there's, you're, you're paying for a service. It's so Mm -hmm. different than, than going into the teaching like a a relationship with a teacher. It's just, it's just really is different. I don't know. I felt really validated Mm -hmm. when I was like, just as a special needs mom, as I listened to each of our guests, this series discuss how much they'd like to do for their their kids in their classroom and could or couldn't what that takes out of their own life and resources versus what's supported by the school. In addition to that, hearing Carly talk about like the politics and the bureaucracy of trying to just build a supportive environment for a group of people and then you can work so hard and build this grassroots thing and have this glorious thing and all it takes is like a misunderstanding of a board of directors do you know what I mean like it's just all so fragile and fickle and like you just need these people at the charge all the time in order to be successful in this life and it's just so messed up because we need support not more yeah. hurdles. You know, I, I don't know. It makes me sad. It's hard to imagine digging our way through a, a systemic change when
0: we're tired. Yeah. That's when right. we're tired. We're tired. Yeah. Well, and it's just, and I think it's also like just, again, like putting our stories out there, putting other people's stories out there it just reminds me of how important this is and like the hope that like teachers listen to this series or listen to us in general or and most people in our lives, like I, our episode, the, um, where we talk to providers and stuff like that, where it's like, obviously there's numbers and there's data and we get all that, but like, also we're human and you've met like five kids with autism maybe, but that might be completely different than my child's autism. And just that what we would need. And like, we, and you know, we are always told this by providers, but it doesn't seem to like be implemented anymore. Like you as the parent, you know, the best and you know the best, but it's like, okay well then listen to us and yeah let's make change you know one in what 35 kids now is diagnosed with autism Mm -hmm. not even just neurodiversity it's like just autism and it's like okay that means one kid per classroom has autism so we need to like start thinking outside of the box we need to allow alternative schools to maybe we should like a match in the box yeah that (laughs) also
4: means the range of what autism looks like is so much more varied than it was in the past so it's like I feel like people either go to, oh, severe behaviors like really like high supports needed or quirky and like you know. It, I feel like there's like that's where people's minds kind kind of go to one or the other for some reason when there's just like a whole array of things that go in between that or 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 mix it up like maybe they have some high support needs for this but like over yeah. here they're fine you know it's great yeah we have a little boy at the daycare who has like high support needs i would say but like he doesn't have really any behaviors which is like Mm -hmm. you don't usually see that with that you know so it's just it's so different in each child so i think with the high amount of children being diagnosed it's a much bigger scale of differences between children yeah
3: and i think it's part of that that
0: exposure exposure and like Listening to parents and stuff, putting ourselves out there so people can see like, oh, that's also Mm -hmm. autism or could Mm -hmm. also, you know, like it can mean a million things.
3: Well, when I think about Nixon's kindergarten experience versus what Nora's kindergarten experience is going to be, both are nerve wracking and both are going to be nerve wracking in different ways, you know, like Mm -hmm. the amount of sensory needs that Nora has is not set up to be in a mainstream classroom. I mean, that's just what it boils down to. At this moment in time, we'll see. She has a year left of preschool. But, you know, she's in a classroom of six kids right now. There's like three aides and one teacher. And Nixon is in a mainstream classroom with significant support. You know, he can be in a mainstream classroom and be successful when they implement these things. And both of my kids are diagnosed with autism. Yeah. You know, it's like it's a whole different... And maybe in a year's time, it will be a different story for her. But I can't imagine that her sensory system is going to change that dramatically. Maybe her language, maybe her, you know, some of the behavior struggles that we have or whatever will change with time and age. Or it could swing the other way. It could be, you know, more challenging at that point more frustration or if she, mm-hmm. her language doesn't develop or whatever you know so it's pretty well, fascinating well like, that's
4: the other thing i feel like the first question is are they verbal yeah like, verbal doesn't always mean Anything. high functioning or severe like yeah you or can low be, functioning yeah you can be severe and have language you can yeah. be higher you know higher functioning or like moderate and not have a lot of language like it's like well I yeah. feel like people think like, and I do know it kind of guide it does guide you a little bit onto like maybe where somebody may fall but like it's not verbal versus non-verbal mm-hmm. equals mm-hmm. severe versus not severe and I yeah. feel like that's just once somebody here I mean you can be verbal but not be able to emotionally regulate at all you yeah. can be verbal and not be able to keep your hands to yourself and keep your feet inside your classroom <laughs> Like, yeah, you know yeah. it's just Are you talking about my kid? No, no. Or you can be severe. You can be severe and not have those issues. So it's like Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, and with her, like she's academically advanced. Mm -hmm. Like as far as what routines, what they are teaching what they can gleam from her experiences in the classroom because they know what they are doing with a child who's nonverbal to mm-hmm. actually like understand how to assess some of those things like she picked her up her receptive
2: language is so
4: huge
3: she's wicked smart she's yeah. wicked wicked smart we just don't have a door into the box to know what she actually knows at this point you know but academically if we're looking at the lens of education, I think she's probably advanced in a lot of areas, but she's also nonverbal. You know, she has more skills, gross motor, fine motor, all these kind of things than Nixon did at her age, but also is nonverbal. So it is, it is like a whole array of like, how do you fit our children into what type of classroom with what type of support? And is the school willing or able to do that? that yeah. you know, able. Yeah, and to then you have
4: those. to make sure that they are doing what they are saying they're doing. So then, yeah. you have to make sure that they're following the IAP, that they're getting the services that they're they're telling you that they're giving, because it like our kids They don't always them, let you in. It's not like we. It's not like we can ask them. Alyssa uh-huh. just says yes to everything except for to school. I asked her to on her quick little backstory is that Alyssa is supposed to go to school five days, but because of the pandemic, she got put down to two and then up to three and up to four and back down to three and they're adding a fourth day, but she refuses to go because now in her mind, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is when she goes to school and that's the way it is. So they're adding back in Tuesdays and then you get to get her to go on a Tuesday. So I thought I was real smart. I'm like, I don't even know how she knows what day it is. And then I'm like, it must be from her iPad. So we shut the display off that says what day of the week it is. So she can't <laughs> see it on her iPad. So yeah. I'm like, with with vacation and everything, she'll probably just be can I mean I don't know what freaking day it is. So she'll probably just be confused and not really, like realize what day it is. Well, nope, she realized it, but I, I did I shut it off kind of late. So then this tonight I go, Oh, school tomorrow? She goes, No, no, no. She goes, No, thank you. And then she's just up <laughs> there, I just heard her out there saying. No, thank you. Don't want to. And I'm like, okay. Oh my god. But she <laughs> loves school. So this is the thing. It's not like she doesn't want to go cuz she doesn't like school. Yeah. On Wednesday. It's if I kept her home on Thursday and like went to work and didn't get her up, she'd wake up and be bullshit. So like it's just that she thinks it's supposed to be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's her
3: routine. It's her routine. She doesn't yeah, want a and She, she knows exactly when
4: she knows She knows exactly when those days are. So Thanks, school, for school not working I was on the phone
2: with you last week, and she was like, I'm getting in the shower.
4: Yes, she did. So she was running around the house saying, no leopard, okay, no leopard, okay, which is just like a a phrase that she has. But it's also her way of, like, trying to get our attention, but she says it 67 times. Yeah, Yeah. literally in three hours. So it's like, I'm not even like hearing, not even listening. (laughs) And then I'm like, why is she running? What is she doing? And she was in front of the bathroom. And I go, what I said, Do you want something? She pointed to the shower. She's never done this ever. That's but amazing. every, she knows on Tuesday night, she always has a shower on Tuesday night because she has school the next day. So she pointed to the shower, like, hello, I need a shower. I have school tomorrow. And <laughs> I'm like, Auntie Jen will be so proud. <laughs> I going to be say. Yeah. Be so, proud. Know. so proud. But then
1: so proud. my cousin
4: said, oh, I told her to go in the shower. And I go, oh. And then I talked to him later. He goes, no, that's not what I said. I, he, she, I said, I always give her a shower on Tuesday night. And I'm like, so she literally like prompted it herself. But she yeah. said no leopard. She didn't say shower, but whatever. That's the that's, that's what we're she do What was <laughs> happening? No. Yeah. 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 She's like, hello, yes. shower, Tuesday, school's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Like, now she's out there saying no leopard. <laughs> no leopard.
2: Oh. Um, so the before we finish this episode, I just want to connect about wait I love you, Lulu. Where everybody's at because we've some of us have started school. The the thing that makes me smile so big is that Lou gets um, school year round. Hi Lulu. Hi Lulu.
1: Hi. Hi. Love you.
4: Are you? Aww. Who's the smartest? Come here. Do you want? Come here. Do you want to go to school tomorrow? Don't to go to school tomorrow. Oh, you're gonna be nice in front of the audience. She's <laughs> oh. no? no, you don't want to go to school tomorrow. No. no? Okay. Like my fans no. are here but the thing that made me
2: smile is that uh, Alyssa goes to school year-round which I g- just simply cannot wait for I realize my kid is eight we're in the third grade but aging out has never <laughs> seemed so good to me like just have
4: another pandemic and mess it all up <laughs> yeah
2: yeah I'll go at the germ like with a blowtorch before it can happen I just we're gonna go year round at some point I think I'm t minus 10 years anyhow uh with that in mind I think Jamie you your kids started first right and then tabs Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so Jesse started August 8th which was a little crazy for us we got back from Europe August 5th so that was like a turn around back to school but it actually um, which I thought it might, it was actually kind of good. Cause it was like, okay, summer's over. We went on this trip but now it's like back to school. Yeah. So he actually, he does really well after a vacation or a break, like that break from routine, especially when it's like on, when we go somewhere on vacation, cause it's fine. Like he can let go of his routine when at home, uh-huh. it's like, these are the expectations. I think Lulu's a lot like that too. And so he's so far, he's done really well today was his first rough day back. And I got a little sad because he for the first time really in his tip in a typical class. So he is in an autism room most of the time, but he goes to a few well, he's in and out this year, I would say more than before, but he goes to literacy with a para and math. And today he was having a really hard time and he screamed in literacy, I believe. And that stuff just kind of like, ugh, like I know my mind like obviously my first concern because when I picked him up, he had a had a rough day and they told me is my son. But then it also kind of breaks my heart because like speaking of all that stuff it's like my son is capable of being around peers typical peers his age and when things like that happen like and I'm sure there's things all day that it's clear to those other children he's different and like I hope that that's like spoken of well at the school but I just know like in that moment when he screams it's like the other kids are probably judging him or Mm -hmm. making comments or even laughing at him and I'm just like Oh, breaks my heart. I have so many fears about that at school. So like, I will say we're about three weeks in and this was his first rough day. I mean, which is good in the way like you don't want to start at the very beginning rough because then you're screwed the rest of the year. So that's good. But I think like the newness of like everything this year is kind of wearing off and he's getting used to it, meaning he'll be more comfortable, Uh which means it can get a little rocky. We are actually stopping therapy. This is our last week of therapy for now of... Monday through Friday daily therapy in the afternoon which he's actually really loving therapy right now but I think it will be good for him to have a little less expectation on his day Mm -hmm. so I'm hoping that helps and then Amelie started kindergarten a couple weeks ago she started a week after him and so she's doing great and her teacher seems to really love her over the summer break she was diagnosed with a blood disease and so we had to have like a meeting with the the school and everything about that because day to day, it's not really like a life threatening thing, but if she gets hurt at all, it can be, she basically doesn't clot like the rest of us do, or is as quickly as we do. So like if she gets injured or falls and hits her head or even like twists an ankle or something like that, she could have bleeding, joint bleeding, or obviously like brain bleeding and stuff like that. So we have to be really careful with that. So that's added like this kind of scary element to her being gone six hours a day for us and of course I think within that first week back she already got a bloody nose at school and I had to go to the yeah. school and help stop it and which I'm sorry to cut you
2: off Jane but it's like there are parts of all of this stuff where it's like a bad day three weeks in or a nosebleed the week of after all these meetings that's like <laughs> yes like hear me because 10 days ago when I was at a meeting and telling you how to press a nose hole and yeah. you were annoyed with me <laughs> and now you need my help. Please just know that we're serious about it.
0: Yeah. And it's, so it's just like another thing where I, well, and I, I mean, Really it took I mean, I've had so many calls from school already between my two kids. Like and this is part mm-hmm. of the like not typical part. It's like Jesse got like kind of hurt on the playground, but he's very um dramatic about injuries. Like, you know, <laughs> I my son does not have that thing with autism where he doesn't feel pain. He I mean, I think he feels it at a normal level, but he really he freaks Reaction. out. So like I've had I think I've had a call home like five times in these first three weeks <laughs> about one of my kids and it's like Oh, like I just remember my birthday was a couple weeks ago. And like that one day, I it was like the first day in a couple days, I hadn't got a call home. And I was like, this was my birthday we thinking. So <laughs> I don't know. School for us is a lot, but it's going pretty well for us, even yeah. though it seems like dramatic, I guess. But I have a lot of hope. Jesse's in the second grade now. And I really like where we're at.
2: It's so good. It's good to hear. It's good to just get it started.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. And thank God that Europe. To school, version went okay.
0: Like, <laughs> thank God, the whole well, thing went okay. Well, even yeah. I got back, I was I ended up on a we were on a call, and I ended up with just Jen. I think at the end, and she was like, "What'd you say to me?" It was something like, "I'm so glad it ended up going well." because she's like, "I was so nervous for you, but I know you told us not to say anything to you, so I did." not like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I told you
1: not to say. You guys really sweating buckets. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah. Well, and then we have the big kids going back to school. And then that means Kara's going to be moving out again yeah. back into the dorm. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> see how Kara can pack and get her stuff out of here. I mean, they literally sometimes is, the throw it out the window. Yeah. Thank God we were rich. Thank God our house is one level. they they put it out the window so she doesn't see it leaving the house (laughs) and then we'll see how that goes and then she won't want her back again so that's just life with autism
3: nixon's been back a week and a day pretty much at this point and we Nixon always has like a two week lag with changes. So we usually see behaviors. I want to say about the third, third and fourth week is usually when things start. But I will say that he was out of school for five weeks, I think total, uh, because they did summer school, which was a different system for him, and less hours or whatever. But he was so anxious those last couple weeks, just like unsettled, you know, out of a routine, didn't know what to expect every day. Like we were doing fun stuff and swimming and going to water parks, but his anxiety was like just off the rails waiting. And I have seen that come down pretty dramatically since school started, which is nice. And it's the same school his same aides he has this year. He has a new teacher, but some of his buddies are from kindergarten are in his class. So it seems like he has like the routine of the actual school going this year, which was really nice. They have talked to us about pairing back his support. And I was like, let's have a meeting about it. So that will be coming. And then Nora starts on the 5th of September, which it'll be the same teacher for her, same classroom, same schedule. So, and the same schedule she did over the summer. So I think it'll be good for her too. But she's a little bit easier with uh, having nothing. Like, I mean, she has speech and OT now, thank God. I just got a call the other day. This is crazy. We got referrals in January from another provider. We just got a call. They had openings.
2: (laughs) Oh, hey, it's been nine months.
3: Hey, cool. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, that's a side note. But she, I think the OT is helping her so freaking much. Uh-huh. It awesome. is mind-blowing how much that's helping. Uh, she's not a huge fan of the speech therapy, but <laughs> we're getting a routine for that. And then Nixon is actually going to be starting speech on Wednesday, and then he has an OT eval coming up too, so he'll be back in those type of services too. So we'll be back on the crazy schedule of therapies, and and then they do um, therapeutic writing every other week. And then I bumped up Nora's to on the weeks when they don't do it together, she's going to have one of her own individual sessions on Fridays when she doesn't have school. So
1: she loves it. The barn.
3: She loves it. Yeah. Love she it. loves it. Yeah. So I figure if she doesn't have school on Friday, I can take her independently and, you know, give her an extra day of that on the off weeks or whatever. But I will tell you, we I've just had Nora. One kid is so, so much easier than two kids. <laughs> it's so, it's <laughs> like, so much easier like half just half just half
1: i mean like and i'll add you three more on top of that
3: i can't even imagine well
4: two Five and
3: four. Autistic it's really hard kiddos and two autistic kiddos i think might equate to four children i guess i'm gonna say that I
1: feel like i get bonus points for each
4: no I don't think hey I got a nonverbal learning uh ADHD and autism so. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding I, I don't know I know
3: it <laughs> doesn't I know I know it doesn't I, I know, can't I'm imagine poor
0: kids Kimmy, I well, say that all the time uh, but you star. have like all the th- double the therapies and stuff like obviously like the day-to-day is hard. but like I, we barely make all these appointments so, I mean Amelie has things but it's like if we needed my mom could take her you know like the double the therapies. Ooh, oh yeah. no,
4: I'm totally kidding. Tabitha, like that. No, me too. I'm just kidding too. I know. Very it's Very challenging, especially it's not with kids.
0: I, I just saw uh, a TikTok. You guys know the what the Parent Trap movie, and one this girl's talking about. She's like, "What kind of parents would separate their twin daughters?" And blah. And a mom like, you know, you like stitch it. A mom pops up, and she's like, "I kind of get it. One versus two <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah. It's so funny it is like a tire pressure release it just is like the amount of focus and energy expended and i mean i do feel sad that i have more independent time with nora of course i'm grateful for that but i wish i also had some of that time with nixon because i think he does get the short end of the attention just because Nora has so many safety issues at this and she's younger it's just yeah yeah. just have to watch her so much more and and she's just like a bombshell, you know? Like, if she wants your focus, that's You're there's, gonna no, to her. there's no no for that, you know? Yeah. Um, but on Wednesdays now, I will be picking him up from school. We'll have a couple hours before he has speech. So I'll have like just a little bit of time with him every week, just me and him. So that'll be really nice, I think. Yeah. So anyway, back to the grind, but school is great. <laughs> I just gotta say,
4: my kids need down, no, 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 but not too long. you guys. I don't even, I remember she. we used to be out for two and a half to three weeks in the beginning of the summer and two and a half to three weeks at the end and I thought that was dreadful. You guys have had, what did you have, five, five weeks? It's Ridiculous. so long. It's so long. And Celia over here, level four, and had eight seconds of school all summer. I mean, it's outrageous. She had I 12 weeks of summer. Oh, that's what we should make a song. Oh, that is a song? Yeah. <laughs>
2: 12 weeks of summer two or three hours including busing per day and i think she had to miss the last week because it was just too shit if i don't if i remember right it's like three weeks of baloney roni i mean oh yeah she doesn't even adjust her sales to the fact that it's happening
3: yeah that and that to me is just so crazy because i thought about that i'm like okay so my kids which Nora was the same routine that's fine but my son who goes to kindergarten is now going to go to another building for a shortened day for five weeks or whatever, however many weeks it was. Then we're going to stop that. Then we're going to have five weeks off. Then we're going to go back to our school for kids that need routine. (laughs) And you're going to
2: trust routine. it's yeah. the same routine, Nixon. And he yeah,
3: did no. okay. I mean, like he did okay. I don't think he was a big fan of the summer school. I'm just gonna say that right now. But not having anything for that long period of time just creates so much angst. Like even now, Nixon can understand it's time. Sweaty
2: bras and sleepless yeah. nights and cocktails and
3: <laughs> he can for, for sure like he's grasping on to the amount of sleeps, which is fantastic. Like that has been so helpful. Like we've been harping on that all summer. Like two more sleeps till this, three more sleeps till that. I got that from you, Jen and Kaya. But he's understanding that concept now, which is so helpful. And understanding like more days of the week, understanding time just in general. Like we're going to do this first. You have school. Then after school, we're going to do this, which before he can understand, like there's no waiting for things to happen. So
4: all of that just says, no, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All of that has, like... I mean, clearly she understands the days of the week. But if you if I try to, like, explain sleep, she's like, no, no, thank you. Yeah. I don't want to know to what nonsense you're talking and I don't want to know.
3: <laughs> we worked on it so hard over the summer, specifically, because there were so many changes that he could kind of catch on to... Yeah, that's awesome. ...all that stuff, which was really, really good. So anyway, but even with all of that, the angst and anxiety. And, you know, you get to a point with that where it's just so hard to manage yourself like I get anxious when he's anxious and I can't relieve his anxiety and you know so I I was feeling all of that for numerous weeks just like stressed about him being anxious and so
4: he wasn't sleeping towards the end so hard for them I think yeah it's that that's what like I feel like really triggers a lot of our kids you know yeah Like, like
0: Jesse could be on summer break forever. Like, he, I mean, I try to keep a schedule the other day, but he does not love school. But it's more the anxious about going back to school. Mm -hmm. Like, that's when we get close, that's what causes problems. That's why the Europe thing kind of worked out, but it could have gone completely the opposite way. And
4: that's (laughs) like her. She gets so anxious about B A C A T I O N, even though ultimately she loves it and she thrives and she's so happy Mm -hmm. and content. Even though it's something she likes, she wants. And I think that's what all her anxiety that she was having was all due to her knowing that that was coming. You know, she knew it was coming. So like waiting is the hardest. It's so hard. It's so, so hard. And not waiting because she's excited about it. She's just, I think she doesn't fully understand like when, how, where, even when you show her like she doesn't fully get that. So it's like, she just doesn't like any change, even though if it's bringing her like something good you Know, yeah. I try to talk about it now and be like, Oh, this is so fun. Wasn't vac now, even though she had so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I just like, I don't know if she, I think she just associates it with like chaos. I can't imagine why. <laughs> yeah.
3: but, uh, what, should, what about Kaya in High School, Jen? yeah, nine days, nine days, so yep.
1: nine, sleeps. um, so all the new school clothes are bought, washed, hanging, dried. Her first day outfit is picked out. She's excited. You know, we, historically, we've not had a great run with school, no. um, public or private, for whatever reason, but I can tell you all the reasons, but that's another episode, and it's maybe an after dark one, um, but I'm very hopeful. I really like the people yeah. that are in this specific program. Like, I really like, I, I, she's in a different department now, but she's lovely. I think she got in waiting to hear the official, the specific program for kids with special needs. Um, and it focuses more on life skills, and it's in the high. She's in the high school, uh, but I got an email today from the school with my parental sign up. So I Yay. feel like that's like I'm going to get the email tomorrow or something from a teacher. I'm hoping. So yeah, she starts high school. Starts grade eight on September sixth. Really that is so. I'm yeah. excited for really her excited too. For her. And so what's really so cute, cute about Kaya is she like the stereotypical
0: idea of high school, and like yeah. she's so yeah. excited to go. And
1: yeah, she um. I mean, I'm sure the novelty's gonna wear off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But she's excited. So well, and just she's just so social. Well, you know, nature. we did yeah. I you know, for some people that homeschool and have the structure, I know it's great. Like one of the, you know, Instagram moms we've had on, she's like this homeschooling queen. I am not. And I work full time. So I yeah. don't I don't have the structure and I'm not her teacher, I'm her mom.
3: I could not do that either.
1: You know, so it yeah, homeschooling her, even having a tutor come in, she had no peers around her and She, she suffered a lot emotionally. Her sleep is completely flipped upside down. She's been out of school since November. So she's been out for a very long time. Yeah, that's really wild. So yeah, getting back to that, I think routine will be really good for her, but it's high school and I'm terrified. And yes, it's
2: so crazy because we've known, well, I mean, I guess just by the math, we've known Kaya since she was 10, right? Like that has to be the math. And she's wanted to be a teenager the whole time, forever. Yes. You know, like the shoes she picks is it's a teenager. Teenagers Teenage. do this. I do gymnastics and whatever, yeah. like all the teenager stuff. And now she's going to high school.
1: But, you know, it dawned on me the other day um, that she'll be going in our catchment which is where our elementary was which of course now those kids are all they're all going to go on to high school Mm -hmm. and you know these kids witnessed some pretty ferocious meltdowns which has always been my sort of my thing with inclusion that it's great until it's not you know it Mm -hmm. shows both sides of of our of our kids and it's not always an easy side for other kids to to be around um you know they witnessed all her seizures where the lobby would be full of fire trucks and ambulances and you know it was always this you know, when that would happen, this chaos, and the kids would be less sort of traumatized from it when she would have some serious seizures. So I said, you know, I hope they can see, you know, how much she's grown. And I was like, I just really hope they're kind, because they were yeah. really kind in elementary. But I think as kids get older, and mm-hmm. you get into high school, kids just shift in general, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping, you know, and she won't have a lot of interaction with them. I think her elective. I is bet like,
2: you she'll get some hey kaya's in the hallway though. To yeah, her stuff,
1: because huh? when we see them at the local park, you know they get kaya kaya. They get excited to see her. So yeah, it'll be. I'm excited for her. I'm excited for her. Yeah. it's
3: a new big new adventure. Yeah, high
1: school. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I can't yeah. even. That I can't even imagine. <laughs> teenagers go to high school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They should do, and they also get up and they're not rude to their mother in the morning
2: that's true of teenagers I've heard that about teenagers yeah,
1: yeah they're so sweet they're very nice <laughs> they're so sweet and grounded that's exactly how people. I was
0: yeah.
1: yeah, same same. just ask
0: yeah.
1: my yeah. yeah me too the school wake up if you can't tell uh, yeah
4: it's always uh, so funny oh my gosh the school
1: but you know it's like you know our memories come up on Facebook and just a few short years ago I wrote about you know, like I pick out her backpack and I pick out her lunchbox, and she still doesn't like to shop. But the girl can online shop better than anybody. Mm-hmm. And she can yeah. throw down some bucks. Yeah, she can add the cart like no one's business. Our
3: kids so, learn that so quick. You know, she
1: picked out <laughs> stuff that a lot of stuff that she wanted. So that's cool. You know, that was sort of the shift in her her going as well. So get ready for your overflow of feeds of back to school photos. <laughs> I can't wait. They're coming. Yeah. What about you, Rach? Celie Flanagan.
2: Celie Flanagan. I think this is her first time going back to school where it's the same school, where she has not been like evicted in the middle. I don't know. I think it is. I think she's going to third grade and it's her first go back. No. Wait, she had missed you for two. So maybe that's a little bit off. But, anyways, she is nervous. She's concerned that she doesn't have a bestie. She's just sure that. Her Charlie is not going to be in the classroom with her. She's devastated. Where is he going to be? What if he makes another friend? But I think it's all just her trying to connect with like the faces and the people. Like she's very much like asking me, oh, is Kinsley at Pancalo? And I'm like, no, Kinsley was your friend when you were three. She went to daycare with you. You last poop- pooped your pants together. Like we've not <laughs> seen Kinsley in a long time. <laughs> Okay. Is Aiden going to be there? No, Aiden lived in Venice Heights with us. We've not seen Aiden. No. Is Jocelyn, you know, so it's like, she's, she's going through almost like drills of like what to imagine. We do have a open house on Wednesday. So it'll be nice to like walk in the building with her, go to her room, like kind of be okay in the space. And then we'll have six sleeps from then. To like after we walked through together, which really is nice because we entered the school system in 2019, and so it has just been the thing our whole experience. Like <laughs> it isn't like I was got to be that mom. I know many of us are in this bracket, but it's like you didn't get to be the mom that walked the kid all the way to the first grade classroom or something. I've been like get in the parking lot, be. You're not allowed in this building, you know? So it's, I don't know. I just love the open house parts of things. So. Oh,
3: <laughs> open house is great. That was so helpful for Nixon to see yeah. his new classroom meeting. And then teacher. I'm on
2: to like film it on her phone the whole time so that she has it, you know, her in the classroom. It's okay. Here's you with Mr. Josh or whoever her teacher is. Although I believe we'll be cute, Mr. Josh.
1: The Any old elementary school, I still, I'm still on their Facebook page. And I saw that one of the moms put the principal's welcoming email that, that went out, which I didn't get. Emma's not have been on that list yet, but it was that the kids are supposed to come pick all their lockers on Friday. Mm-hmm. And, and we didn't, I mean, she's probably not going to be out in the, there's 19, 1700 kids and they're adding roughly 200. I mean, the school's going to be max. I mean, it's like, it's like okay so I don't think they after
0: Friday please that's something I was gonna say earlier about like our kids entrance into any school like high school level or changing levels is like it's never like the same like I look at my daughters and we enter during like COVID time-ish with Mm Jesse going into elementary school so that made it a little different in that way but like with my daughter it's like we get a call from her teacher and you know these are the expectations we got a one-on-one meeting with her teacher where like she showed us where to come in and all this stuff. And with my son, we had to ask for that. We had to ask for like a school tour and all that stuff because he enters through a different path. He enters through yeah. like special education or the early intervention. And sometimes those people, because they usually deal with all grade levels and all stuff. They don't always think to do that stuff with all this. <laughs> like, I mean, I know Kaya's Probably not on those lists yet and stuff like that. But they might have just been like, hey, do you think Kaya would want a locker? Should we include you guys in this stuff? Because as a parent, sometimes we feel not included because we don't get to go on that typical path. Like I think yeah. I talked a little bit last year, like my, or the year before my son's class went on a field trip and I got like the last minute notice, like, Hey, your son's gonna, is able to go on this field trip with the typical class. It's in two days. Like they had already done like the parent volunteers and all that stuff. And I didn't get to do any of that because
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're always like, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And after and yeah. it, well, I mean, again, she would love a locker, especially in between a bunch of boys. I mean, that would be a jam every single day. <laughs> yeah. teenage girl wouldn't, <laughs> right? It was it was a stab when I saw that. Yeah, you know yeah. that that message, that email from the principal. Also, because I was like, that means I'm not on the, Not that the principal had any. I mean, it's one mailing list. I know he doesn't realize he's emailing Joan and Kelly and Karen. I hope right. there's no Karens, but you know what I mean. He doesn't. He doesn't know who it is, right? like, that's disappointing. I'm not on that list, you know? Yeah, last year. For and I'm sure we're going to get to know each other really well. So you might want to start off. a welcome yeah. event, Put you on the first,
3: the first sir. CC, blind copy me and everything you said out, please. Yeah. Uh, last year for kindergarten, we didn't know that Nixon could come to the open house. So we just like show up. Bring our supplies and all the stuff, and then all the kids are there, and I'm like, "What the
4: hell? <laughs> I guess I we just forgot my kid.
3: our child. <laughs> I <laughs> thought it was like a, you know, meet the teacher. Like they were, because they talked to us about this PowerPoint that they were going to tell us who they were, and like, you know, it was the supply drop off. So you have to bring like 47 bags of school supplies with you that night, and then I'm like, "Damn it!" <laughs> well, we missed out on the what kindergarten. Is- open house we didn't bring our child with us anyway so thanks people i
1: also haven't got the school list too and that's stressing me out because i'm like can i get the school list please like oh my god google it send me the
2: name of our school. i'll get you the damn that's probably
0: list on me. the website yeah
3: that's where i got it
2: i'm, I'm so fancy
0: school. technical stuff okay yeah, our school does help. not do school i mean they don't the school supplies the school supplies and i love that so much
3: i just gotta say it's a load of shit in my opinion i think I all mean, schools
0: should supply the school supplies Order in bulk, it has to be cheaper. I would rather just pay. I mean, luckily, me too. My kids' school works into their budget, but if they had to, I'd be like, I'll pay a hundred dollars for you guys. And I'm sure ordering in bulk makes it all cheaper. Yes, this is it's such a game. The school supply, don't get
3: it. And like, I'm fine, but I always think about the parents who do have four kids in four different grades, and it's two hundred dollars a kid for school supplies like how and then you have to do school clothes and backpacks we don't get
4: them that's what we do we don't get them and then the teachers will provide them because they don't have them
3: that's what i'm saying it's just like insane we get whatever we can at
4: walmart that's in those little bins for 25 cents and a dollar and two dollars and if they ain't there then i'm to tell you people two two hundred dollars it's effing outrageous i'm not yeah it was 200 and who needs
2: a new backpack every year i'm like listen here
1: Flanagan. You're going to use that thing until it breaks. Oh, but Nixon has the, the same
3: backpack. And she's
1: <laughs> stopping. Oh, on no, it. That's one thing is every year she's cut it. I, I think that was more of my thing, picking out a new backpack every year. But I mean, I got a new backpack every year for school and it was a jam sport. And yeah. And I, sport. I did but that but for I will my say, kids too. She wants the same one as last year. Now she didn't really go last year very often. I mean, she ended you her get school the exact same one as last year in November. Yeah. So I was like, do you want to get a new one? And she's like, no, Purple. Purple backpack. I'm like, okay, that just saved mommy some money.
3: Yeah. As my Thank kids you. get older, I'll, we'll probably need a new one every year. But since they're just like, they literally just have one folder that goes in it. Yeah.
1: Your like <laughs> clothes. Okay. Like we folder. had multiple. She had multiple lunch boxes. You girls got to have an option. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. My kid, kid has <laughs> have 39 backpacks. So it's a and, matter of those things.
2: Yeah. Hers turns into a petri dish, though, because she picks up every trash she finds in the hallway. <laughs> and she rescues the fruit snacks or the apple core or the fill-in-the-blank. So it's like a yuck. We got a yuck.
3: Yeah. I
2: you wash her
1: backpack. I mean...
3: Yeah, I wash my kids' So backpack. do I. But we got... Uh, new, we did get new water bottles because that was a. am like, these have had a year's worth of use. Let's, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. let's recycle or get something new going on there. But it is it is just mind-blowing to me when I think about... I just... I grew up in a very poor neighborhood like I could never imagine the school being like you have to bring $200 worth of school supplies to this school and there was as many kids in my elementary school as I graduated with in high school you know like in the whole school like we had a huge elementary school like they provided all of the school supplies as far as I remember I mean yeah maybe Maybe. i didn't buy them so maybe i don't know that school supplies were actually dropped off but the end i 80s, remember
2: going to the target 90s. to get yeah. school supplies when i was a kid i mean that's still like my
0: that was fun 70 so,
2: yeah. day i was post lisa frank i was like tra- i was trapper keeper
0: I oh had yeah trapper keepers. trapper keepers heck yes
3: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
0: I a well so ours oh, is cool. our friend brie about it and she said on their list it's all like crayons but it says crayola crayons like it's all like the which Ours i get too because we've all used the crap crayons that don't work so i understand they, they, they
4: asked for crayola
0: crayons
3: mine does too yeah
0: yeah, yeah. and her, her the even, no. No. Ask for, are like super expensive i'd make the, i'd make my own <laughs> she's melting <laughs>
4: Oh, she's a
2: freaking
3: green.
1: We have a place called School Specialty, and it, you go online and it, you, it actually tells you what uh, your school per grade needs. So you just pick her school grade she's in, and it tells you what, and they ship the box to your house. So it's actually pretty nice. That's All amazing. Have, it's exactly what her class needs, but it's expensive. I mean,
4: I don't understand. My kids needed like a blue folder, or a red folder, or like a notebook, crayon, scissors. Like this is basic like five stuff, sticks, none,
0: none. different. I sets think of it's lobbying. I think the Elmers is in there telling the yeah. teachers. I hey, we'll it. give you a little something if you require five. <laughs> like yeah. I, It's such a racket. The whole thing is insane yeah. to me. Like, is is I just, this a I sponsored to...
4: Just tell me. Is this sponsored? Is this <laughs> a sponsored... Yeah. Crayola. Yes, Ms. Johnson. You, you have to it...
0: disclose if this is a
4: sponsored commitment. You go on you... Facebook, the teachers are doing like a little reel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: you want to donate to the schools some freaking
4: crayons. I've
0: never heard of such madness in my life. Oh my God.
4: It is it is madness you're so right
0: we just got free lunches here in colorado they just Minnesota voted that too. In. so this year we have free lunches i'm like next thing school supplies yeah. this is what
3: nixon needed
0: four boxes of 24 crayola crayons four, four boxes. boxes well how often is he coloring
3: four boxes 24 pencils one box of colored pencils two box of crayola markers 10 dry erase markers watercolor paints Oh, entire ream of white paper, twelve glue sticks, and it paper? goes on and he on. Needs paper goes on and on. There's oh it's my god! So, did she so did this long. teacher
2: include like?
0: Can you provide my HP printer ink?
3: This isn't even the teacher; it's the school. This
0: is oh the, the school. Standard. When Jesse was in preschool, we had to bring printer paper. Yeah, uh-huh. this Apparently, is they this don't get enough the, printer paper.
3: As the standard first grade classroom supply list. I There's just like want to say, 15 other things. Are, it, it, of that paper?
0: Are you kidding me?
3: Yeah. they order
4: from WB Mason? Like, what the hell happening? Uh-huh.
3: Two classroom size boxes of healthy snacks per trimester.
2: We always do
4: that. Hold on. Um, what? Two what? Can
3: I door dash it? <laughs> healthy snacks. I do. I do. I do. Classroom size. Classroom
4: size healthy
3: snacks did per you say, trimester.
4: Did it say two boxes? Healthy per sm- trimester.
3: Per trimester. A health-
0: so healthy Do they want the snacks snack sent in ahead of time?
3: Yeah, I but gave a
0: healthy snack is like a orange. You can't send an orange in. I gave
3: fruit leather, I think, and
0: oh yes, you can. I sent two or... bags of clementines.
1: I sent some graham <laughs> crackers. I've sent some shit to those two schools. Here's some bananas. I mean, like a box of goldfish. It is.
3: I just want to preface with I do not blame the teachers. I do not if, blame I know. the school. The, is, I the budgeting mean, is ridiculous. Why is school supplies not included in the budget?
4: Why well, is Crayola
2: want... paying the superintendent and it's not going to the teacher's
0: budgie? No, I'm it's say. an I'm I mean, I this I mean, that's discrimination
4: too. against Rose Art crayons, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Rose Art is a little crappy. Basically, this... birthday candles.
3: We well, need to be giving our schools more efficient. money if the only option is for public school. There's one private school in this entire town, yeah. or you send your kids to pre- public school, or you homeschool them. Or it's
2: Montana where there aren't laws and rules, apparently, because we learned from Carly, and you get to start your own charter school for six years. I I bought all the
3: stuff. I'm all for supporting the classroom, but also $200.
2: I have news from Plannabelle. It's very strange, but I went school shopping because it is my love language to buy some Crayola products and some tapes and such. And then there was no school shopping for my daughter. Because the her level school- for school has to provide this homemade crayons and the I mean I don't even know how they do their thing, the pink hollow has the crayons covered anyways, the art bar got restocked about it.
0: We have bold markers now, oh, I did pick up some sale stuff at Walmart because since we've already we're in well into school, a bunch of it's on sale now for homemade, yeah, I just
3: feel bad for the teachers who can't have the supplies that they need for their classroom to support their students, yeah, it's insanity that yeah.
4: is
0: i well and i get like the aspect of it they want better products but at the same time that things that are going to last or whatever but at the same time it's like you can't put the expectation on parents and i know often if you ask teachers they're like oh we ask for extra because some kids can't afford parents it parents afford-
3: can't afford it yeah and
0: it's like okay so why aren't we supplying what we can through school and then filling in you know like like the printer paper thing to me. I'm like, that should be in the screen. I mean, that's just there. wild. I can't even Oh, we had to bring and I would always yeah, bring extra. God, you had to I'm do that too? Project. You had to you had to bring in printer paper too? In Jesse's preschool we had to bring a rema P- paper per kit. Why? And he didn't get home sent home five hundred pieces of paper. So I wanted <laughs> I want to
4: know it. With, with a... Don't let my boss hear about this. She'll be trying to get us to do this with the day care kids. daycare kids' supplies. Might, now we might have to cut out
3: this whole section on school supplies. Just know that it's just madness. Well, this we hope hurt.
2: that you've enjoyed our either one hour and ten minute episode or our thirty seven minute ultra edited episode. <laughs> we. We are coming at you next time with another extraordinary series. Of course, we are the table for five, so we're just not sure what that is yet, but it's going to be fantastic. Yay. I um, am proud to acknowledge that everyone of the moms and dads listening to this podcast episode made it through the end of summer,
1: which Yay. basically congratulations, everyone. Gold
4: congratulations. star. Yeah. Also, don't judge these parents that send their kids to school in old raggy clothes because so they can't afford new, new clothes. Yeah, today. they have to so on Brand name school supplies. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I love that.
2: Here's oh. your freaking sharpies and my kid in his high water pants. have a nice
0: day.
3: <laughs> See what
2: gift you get at Christmas.
0: Okay.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. You're going to get a little what are those called the shooties alcohols? Those little shooties that you,
3: oh, yeah, one if shot. You don't get
2: a full alcoholic gift or alcohol store gift card, you get a little shooty
1: <laughs> Anyway, uh,
2: thank you, everybody. Have a great so uh, funny. rest of the week.
1: Thanks, Good everyone.
0: Bye. Thank you for joining us at the table for this episode of the Table for Five No Reservations podcast. Big thank you to all of our supporters. If you would like to become a supporter, please check out the description of this episode where you will also find episode information, how to sign up for our newsletter and find links to us individually. Join us next Monday for more. And while you wait, check out our content on Facebook and Instagram. If you are enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and rate and review us wherever you listen. To contact us, you can email us at Podcast.com at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. Can't wait to sit with you again.